Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf. Be sure today's shiur is Daf Ayin Tet. We'll begin on Ayin Tet and Mudalf. Maishnahani. Okay, the words Maishnahani are about ten lines down on Daf Ayin Tet and Mudalf. Today's Daf is available. Uh, anyone who would like to see the sponsor today's Daf, Mr. Victor Sabag is waiting for your phone call. Okay. Um, So the Gemara says, Maishna Hani. The last word line is Hani. It's about 15 lines down on Ayinted Amoralf. Maishna Hani. What's different about these fellows? Amar Avhuna. Avhuna says, Hevirum Lifne Aaron. How did he know which 10 people of Shaul's sons to kill? And which 10 people of Shaul's sons not to kill? Or whatever, which, which people not to kill? Which seven people are going to get killed? Hevirum Lifne Aaron. He passed Shaul's kids in front of the Aaron. Kol Sha'aron koto lemita. Anyone who the Aaron grabbed, meaning froze them, lemita. They ended up killing them. Kol Sha'en Aaron koto lechaim. Mativ of Chana bar Katina. Chana says that can't be. Because Pasuk says vayachmol hamelech amevishvot ben Yehudah ben Shaul. Says that the David had. Mercy on Mephibosheth, the son of Yonatan. And he didn't give him over. Now, if we're saying, if we're saying that the way he determined who goes to get killed was by putting him in front of our own, so then how could he just decide not to give him? I thought either he got, got call it or not. Mm-hmm. The way, when it says that he didn't have, he had mercy means that he didn't let him he didn't put him in front of the Aaron so he wouldn't get killed. That's what it means in the numbers. Not that he didn't hand him over, but that he didn't pass him so he couldn't get, couldn't get killed. Is he allowed to have favorites like this and not pass him? So more changes. No, no, you're right. He did pass him. So he passed him and he did get frozen. So David prayed for mercy from Hashem, and the Aaron unfroze him. That's why he didn't kill him. Still, how could he show favor? He was supposed to get killed, he killed. Rather, what it means is, when it says that he didn't hand him over, it means that he prayed that when he goes, he should not get frozen. Really, everyone passed by. And with Yiboshet. But before Yiboshet passed by, David prayed that he shouldn't get frozen, and get frozen. And that's what it means when Pasuk says he didn't hand him over. It means he didn't let him get handed over by praying for him before he went, he went for that on. Moses says, How can we put anyone to death? The Pasuk says, We don't kill fathers because of sons. Sins. And we don't kill sons because of father's sins. So how can we say all these seven guys, well, they got killed because of what Shaul did. What Shaul did have to do with them? Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara, It's better to uproot one ot of the Torah. This, this letter of the Torah that's written that says, don't kill sons for fathers, is better to be uprooted rather 
then make a Chilu Hashem. And the Chilu Hashem is... that these people are, are claiming that Shaul hurt them. Now, the Ritva says that it also must be that these guys will have me time for something else. Otherwise, I don't want to catch them. So, right? You say they have something else. They must have something else that we don't know about. Now, it's an interesting answer, the Ritva, but I don't know how it fits with the Gemara. The Gemara sounds like we're uprooting a letter of the Torah. Must, unless you say the ritva means that it looks like we're uprooting a letter of the Torah because of course they weren't really so really they weren't supposed to die they, obviously they, they were supposed to die really but it looked like they weren't supposed to die because no one knows what the other sins they did well only the Aron knows mm-hmm. and yet it's worth it because we take care of now after they kill the people it's says she took sackcloth and she put it on a rock she stayed there the whole season long, this lady. She didn't allow any birds to land on the on the corpses of the dead seven sons. And she didn't allow the animals of the field to touch the dead bodies at night. Says, How could they leave the bodies there so long? It says, don't leave the, the bodies overnight on that. When you kill somebody, we, after Betin kills somebody, they hang them right away. Okay. If they kill a guy with mitah, they hang him. But when they hang him, they can't leave it overnight. They have to, by, by nightfall, they have to take it down. Here it sounds like left them all season long. How could Jewish people do such a thing? The whole season she stayed there making sure that the animals don't touch the bodies. Well, how could it be? We don't, Jewish people don't do that. No. It's better to uproot one, one pasuk of the Torah, which means the pasuk of the Torah says don't leave them overnight. And don't, and, and be able to do a kiddush Hashem. So it sounds like, from this Gemara, that... It's hard for me to understand, but it sounds like this Gemara that when the rabbis had a choice, either we could follow the Torah and take him down, or we could make a Kiddush Hashem, and when people see that these people are dead, they're going to ask who they were. And we'll see in a second, they're going to say, oh, well, those are the princes of, of, of the Jews who were, were mean to a bunch of converts, a oh, bunch of Hazid converts, and yet, if you mean to anyone in the Jewish religion, this is what happens to you. So that's such a Kiddush Hashem, it's worth it to uproot. So they changed the... It sounds like they changed the law of the Torah in order to make this Kiddush Hashem. Now, that sounds very rough to me. I mean, I, I understand you like to make some kind of Kiddush Hashem. What gives you the right to change the Torah? And who told you that changing the Torah is a Kiddush Hashem? I would have told you that changing the Torah is a Kiddush Hashem. Right? Yeah. What's called a Kiddush Hashem? Right? If I tell you nowadays, well, if you, uh, you know, if you, you be a little more open-minded, it's a Kiddush Hashem. Uh, that's not a Kiddush Hashem. It's a Kiddush Hashem not to be open-minded. Right? Don't tell me what's Kiddush Hashem. Uh, so, so what makes it a Kiddush Hashem to go against the Torah and leave the guy dead? All season. And all, whatever, even one night. 
Don't worry more. We're going to miss this Kiddush Hashem. It's okay. Let's just keep the Torah. Don't worry about Kiddush Hashem. That's what we would say now. This Gemara seems to say otherwise. It needs to be explained. Anyway, so the Gemara finishes and says, Yeah, I don't have a clear explanation. Because the passerbys would say, What kind of guys are these? They said, No, hello, these are Blemenachim. They said, Well, what? Blemenachim? Princes, what do they do? What, the princes, if they, get, they got killed like this, princes usually get away with anything. If the princes got killed, what'd they do? I said, no. Pashtui, the hem begirim, girim. They took advantage of unaccepted girim. Mm-hmm. The givonim are unaccepted girim, right? Mm-hmm. There's no more fair nation than this nation because look how they stand up for everybody. If this is the way the princes act, how much more so the regular people? If they do do this with taking advantage of unaccepted gerim, you say, how much more? How much more we don't let people take advantage of yisraelim? Miad right away in the zavu al yisrael me'av chamishim elef shneimar v'yul shlemos shivim elef nosei saval shmonim elef chatzep bahar. After this happened, it caused 150,000 converts to come. So it's worth it to get 150,000 converts, I guess. And to break one wrong, huh? 150,000 converts. A lot. It's a lot. But I would have told you who needs them. Mm-hmm. Needs a chidu. But we don't want converts. Where is this? Who told you those people that are listed by, by Shlomo Melech that they were carrying burdens? Who told you they were go, they were getting? Maybe they were Yisraelim? Where is this? It says that Shlomo did not make any Jews a slave in order to do the build of Beit Hamikdash, and therefore must be that they were goyim. Maybe they were just uh, hired workers who told you they were they were slaves at all. Moses, no. It says that Shlomo counted all the converts in Kaisel. So the Pazuk says straight out that he made them workers. So it, so it sounds like from our Gemara that these fellows. No, they came to bring stuff. They, they carried the stuff to the Beit Mikdash. So. And they capped out the rocks and the mountains. The Gemara says, so it sounds like David HaMelech was the one who when he saw that these these good Gerim, the Nitinim, were not merciful, he said, you guys are not part of Kalei and we didn't let any of us marry them. But it sounds like before David, the Jews were allowed to marry them, and David made the Gezira. Gemara says, oh yeah? Nitinim, David Gezalahim? Was it David who actually did that? What do you mean? Moshe Gazal, it was Moshe who did that. It's Moshe talks to the Jews and he gathers all the Jews together and he says he gathered everyone, including the wood choppers and the water the water drawers. So already Moshe made them wood choppers and water drawers. Right? So it sounds like that they were ready people who Moshe had made wood orders. Moshe said, no. 
Moshe Gazal Lehuda, Moshe made his generation. David Gazal Kula Alma. David made it for all generations. Now, Moshe's guys are not the exact same Givonim, because the Givonim fooled Yahushua Benun. And Moshe wasn't fooled yet. But Moshe had, must have had a different nation that was similar to that. Because the, these people were trying to get out of being classified as Kananim, because Kananim are not allowed to convert. They have, they have to either give up or they can't convert. These guys wanted to convert in order to avoid being classified as the seven nations. Once they converted, you can't kill them. But really, uh, not what, see, it seems like we, we only learn about Yahushua doing it. It looks like Moshe did it also with a different nation. We know Yeshua also made Gezerah against them. Yeshua made from the people, these, these people who fooled him, Chotevetim, wood choppers, and water drawers. Yeshua did it at the time when the Beit Mendash was there. Now, he doesn't mean the Beit Mendash, he means the Mishkan and Shiloh, of course. It doesn't say it on the bottom, but that's what it means. Right? And David David made it even when there's no Beth Mikdash that these people always have to be water carriers. Says In days of Rebbe, they wanted to matir and allow them to get married to the Jewish people. Rebbe is at the end of the Mishnah, much later than David. They want to say, okay, David made a thing, let's, let's, let's allow them. Amalam Rebbe, Chilaknu Latir. Rebbe said, listen, it's true, these Gibbonim were supposed to be water carriers and wood choppers, which is the standard thing that everyone needs. Wood choppers is like net, net, uh, is like a keyspan energy. They're the ones who heat the houses. That's what yeah, the wood choppers. And uh, what, the national water is the, these guys. So they said, okay, let's let them out. Let's be nice to them. So Rebbe said, we, we could let them out on the part that they chop wood for us. But we can't let them out on the part that they chop wood for the Mizbech. That, that's not us to release. And therefore we can't release them. Okay, they won't chop wood for the Mizbech. Right. Now, that's about, Rebbe disagrees with Rechir Barava because Rechir Barava says, that Amar Yochan Yochan says, "Chelik Edal Alam Asur." Chelik Mosbeach was much better than Asur. He says it the other way around. He said the part of the Beit Mikdash when there's no Beit Mikdash, we could release them, but the people we we have no right to get rid of the people. According to this, we don't, they have no right to get rid of the other side. And either way, it agrees that they didn't release them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so, what, are, so they were. How many people were? Were were water carriers? One fifty thousand. No, no, one fifty thousand is so is different. That's a different thing. But these nitinim were. Oh, not like a big number. Okay. One hundred fifty thousand were people who joined in Shlomo's days. The nitinim are people who joined in Yeshua Ben-Nun's days, wow. much before. Okay, Amr of Yeshua, the new Mishnah. Amr of Yeshua, Shemati Shasris, Cholets v'Cholzin Ishto. I heard that if you have a Sris. A guy who can't have kids, we spoke about him earlier, either, well, for whatever reason, that he still does chalitza. 
which means that he gets to do, has to do chalitzah and his first brother dies. We count him. We don't say, oh, well, he's a sadist anyway, chalas. He doesn't need chalitzah. No, he still needs chalitzah. And Chotin Lishto, if he dies, his wife, we say that his marriage was a good marriage and his wife needs chalitzah. Yeah, that's what Rabbi Shul claims. And I also heard that a Saris can't do Chalitza, and he don't do Chalitza Zishto. So I have contradicting opinions. One is that they can, one is that they can't. But isn't the whole reason to have kids, that's why? Right. Kids. That's the reason why you would say no. Okay? Yeah. But well, different things. Very Falesh, but I can't explain. I can't explain which one's which. Amar B'Kifar, B'Kifar says, Ani Falesh, I'll explain. Saris Adam Cholet Zichotim Zishto. If a guy became seduced by a person, which means somebody chopped off his equipment, mm-hmm. then you do because at least at one point he was able to have kids, so therefore his marriage is called a marriage. If he was born like that, then you don't need chalitza ever because he's born like that. Okay? Because he was never allowed. That's Rabbi Kiva's explanation of the Machloket. Rabbi Eliezer, no, Loki, rather the opposite. If the guy was never able to, then he does as well. Because there's a way to cure him. So he's Adam, but if the guy is made by Adam, there's no way to cure him, and therefore he's stuck. We should testified about a guy called Ben because the Shayabushim was Adam. It happened by humans. They did Yibum on his wife. Like I am the way the whole Rabbi Kiva that a Sis Adam is okay. So Machok Rabbi Kiva is which one is the okay one? And Rabbi Kiva says the Sis Adam is the okay one, and this guy they, they did it like that in Yushalayim. So says the Gemara. This Mishnah Hasaris. Lo cholets v'lo yimavim. Sadis doesn't do chalitza or lo yibum. Okay, we just said that. V'chen ailonit lo cholets v'lo yimavim. Also an ailonit. We spoke about ailonit before. Remember what ailonit is? Something about that she can't. No, she can't have kids. She won't have kids. She doesn't develop, and she can't have kids. Okay. Hasadis shechalat libim tov lo pasla. If a sadis did chalitza to his yivama, she could still marry a queen. We said the Sadis doesn't have to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say he does let's say he did Khalitza. Now normally a girl did Khalitza as Pasul to Kohen. Okay, but yeah. this girl is mutat to the Kohen because we don't count the Khalitza as anything, because you're a Sadis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ba'ala. Let's say the Sadis had relations with his with his sister in law. Okay. So pasla, he made her pasul to ever marry Kohen now. Mm-hmm. Usually, if a guy has relations with his sister-in-law, he becomes his wife. And she's mutat to Kohen. Because what is she? She's just a widow. Mm-hmm. And you marry, you have relations with her, now she's your wife. And if, you, if the, the, the guy would die, then she's a widow, the second widow, she could still marry Kohen. But here, it's the flip side. If he does chalitza, she's mutat, because the chalitza is nothing. And if he does yibum, she's asur. You know why? Because you had relations with someone you're not supposed to have. You said relations with your sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. 
when your wife is doing boom. And that makes her a zona and she can't, and she can't marry Kohen. You understand the whole thing? You got it? Yeah, they flip it around. It's a flip. Because you're not supposed to marry her. Therefore, if, therefore, if you do, it's, she's a zona. And if you don't, and you do chalitza, so, you got it? If an Ilonit gets Chalitza, she's fine. Because she doesn't need Chalitza. So what do you do? Took off a shoe. She works in a shoe store. What are they doing? It's not called Chalitza. When she takes off a shoe, she's not a Chalitza. She's not a Chalitza. You know why? Because she doesn't need Chalitza. What do you mean? I saw her take off the shoe. So she's working in a shoe store. But she said some pesukim, so she said some pesukim while she's working the shul stuff. She really needed. So Since she didn't need it, nothing, right? Right. Now, Bala, if he had relations with her, pasla and she can't marry Cohen. That should be the double that's not because it's not. Now that part. Ah, okay. It is Biyadzunut because she was, an island can be married. So she was married to the brother, but she can't do Chalitza because Chalitza is to have kids, right? And since she can't have kids, she doesn't need Chalitza, and therefore, she can't do Biyu. When she, does, when she has relations, it's relations with the sister in law, which is Mexerizona. Okay. Let's clarify this. We know that Rabbi Kiva holds that Chavel Avin, we're on Ayin Teremobet, right at the Gemara, in the middle of the page. We heard that Rabbi Kiva holds that Chavel Kritut and Chavel Avin are the same. They're both called Erva. And we know that Chavel Kritut don't need Chalitza Yibum. And therefore, We're asking now. That when we said in the Rabbi Kiva said in the Mishnah that a Slis Adam is allowed to get married because one time he he's allowed to do Yibum and Khalitza because one time he was uh kosher, so then um if that's true, why why is he allowed? Because Rabbi Akiva happens to be of the opinion that anyone who's asur with a lav is like Isu Karet. And Isu Karet does not need to do Yibum Chalitza. And every time a guy is a Slis, he can't get married to a Jewish girl because of a lav. And therefore he should say that every lav is Karet. Every Karet needs no Yibum. And therefore here, here too you should need no Chalitza Yibum anyway because of the lav. So we're going to have three different answers. The first answer is of Ami's answer. Rami says, The case is that he married a convert. And since he married a convert, And we hold that a ger, a convert, is not called Kahal Hashem. And it was not called Kahal Hashem, so therefore there's no love to marry them. And if you can marry them, that's why it's fine. If so, you should be able to do Yibum, the Gemara asks. Why do we say, do Chalitza, you do Yibum? He says, you're right. Since Yibum said, Cholets, Amar, 
Rabbi Akiva said, Ihu nami chalitza. He also said, Ishdu chalitza. Rabbi Yeshua, who Rabbi Akiva is arguing with, said that, this, that only a certain sadis needs chalitza. Rabbi Akiva says, no, the other sadis needs chalitza. But he would have said it needs yibum, but he said chalitza because it fit better. Dekanami, I'll prove it to you from the language. Gomorrah says later on, Testify about a certain lady called Ben, certain guy called Ben Megusit. I mean, he got sliced. When he died, did Yibum on his wife? He came to the to keep it to be Akiva. And that says, did Yibum on his wife? Not Chalitza. Shemami, now we see that he holds that you do Yibum. That's the answer of Rav Ami. Mativ Rabbah, Rabbah asked the question of Ami. The brightest says that the following people, as like an old guy, all these people, right? They can do chalitza or yibum. Ketzer, how does it work? If they died, they have brothers and, and, and wives. So the brothers worked. The, the brothers could do it on them. That's obvious. If the brothers died, and these guys are bedu. And these guys who are tzodaka and did ma'amar with their with their wives. You see, the fact that they can't get married because of kal Hashem means that we're talking about a case where they're not marrying. Converts, the married Kalashem, so that knocks off Ravami. So we go to answer number two. El Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says a new answer. Go and Shinaflalo, Talking about a case where the, guy, the lady fell to Yibum, and the end, the guy got hurt. And therefore, since what time she fell, they were Chayav, even though he got hurt later, it doesn't push off the love. But says, well, who cares about that? Amar Rabbah says, back, what about the other case? We have the case, remember I told you this case before, right? You have two brothers who marry two orphan girls. One's seven, one's 13, let's say. And the 13-year-old husband dies. Now she falls in front of the seven-year-old fifty boom. But the seven-year-old wasn't really married. Midoraita only did because the brother, because the, the father was dead. And therefore, Midoraita, they're not married mm-hmm. because the seven-year-old, because the seven-year-old, because it was the Rabbanan. It's only the Rabbanan. And Midoraita is not really married. Therefore, Midoraita, he has to do Yibum. But the Rabbanan can't do Yibum. Okay. And if he does Chalitza, then it'll mess him up because he can't stay married to his wife. Yeah. So there's a few things to say. So we say, If she does Mi'un on her own, she does Mi'un. If she doesn't, Rabbi Yikiva says, she could wait until her seven-year-old grows up. Right? At that point, the seven-year-old is going to be married, and then is going to be fully married. And once she's fully married, then she won't need chalitza, which is a good way to do it if she wants to marry Kohen. Yeah. She wants to marry Kohen. She could wait till the sister, oh, gets, yeah. and then she's, she doesn't need chalitza, oh, so she's not marry Kohen, mm-hmm. right? But Moses says, wait a second. Zemar says, wait, you see from here that who cares that you were originally chayav and yibum in the end when you were not chayav later, it still, you, you, it pops off. So by us also it should pop off. So Rabbah's answer is no good. He says no. 
It's not the regular Bekiva who says that every love is, every single love is Chavir Ketut. It's talking about the Tanah Be'er Bekiva who says, A kid from a Chavir of a relative is a Mamzer. But regular Chavir Lavin is not Mamzer. In this instance, this is regular Chavir Lavin, the kid's not a Mamzer, and therefore it's not Karet, and you still have to Chalitza. Okay, we'll stop over here. And Ikrikan Lakim Lachim Shem. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.